0: Hello, hello, welcome back to My Big Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Tina Kosnick. How are you doing today? I upload this on Monday, so if it's Monday when you're listening, happy Monday. If it's a different time, hello and welcome back. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm had a, I'm having a rough week and I'm having a rough morning. And let me tell you why. I'm going to set the scene, so don't worry, but I need to like get this out. <laughs> I This is late for me. I usually record a little bit earlier because I like to do it when Cher's asleep. If you're new here or if you're listen, listening to this in the future, my puppy's name is Cher. She sleeps all afternoon, and I like to use that time because when she's awake, she just requires little bit more of my attention and she's noisy and you know I just like to record when it's quiet because I don't have a soundproofed studio and god forbid I close my door and she can't come in all you'll hear is like whining crying she'll be devastated she's not loud she doesn't bark but I don't like any noise so let me start with that. I don't like any noise. I don't like noise. It pisses me off. I don't like hearing gardeners outside. I don't like hearing horns. I can't stand and I like, I need to work in silence where I can't focus. So I like to record or, earlier, but this week I can't sleep right. I don't know. I never could sleep. I'm making it like this is new. It's not new. I have a hard time sleeping. This week has been a little bit More rough, I think it's because I'm excited about the podcast. Like, I think I'm just chaotic right now. I don't know, (laughs) I don't know if there's a moon in the wrong place. If you're into astrology, let me know. I don't know what's going on. Also, I think I'm starting to PMS, I should be getting my cycle soon. Sorry if that's TMI, but like, this is a girly podcast, so anyway, I it's making me like lethargic and a little bit scattered. So I don't know about you, but when I'm PMSing and when I have my cycle, it is a struggle. And I typically don't work um, when I have it. And I don't mean like I'm privileged enough to not work at all and like I could just sit on my ass during my cycle. No, no, no. What I mean is I schedule myself in a way where if I'm PMSing or have my cycle, I won't be going anywhere. I won't take on anything challenging or new. Like, I just don't push myself. So, I'll do what needs to be done, obviously. Like, I'm still a human being that has to pay bills. But going out to dinner, doing something new, doing something challenging, like, all of that gets moved until I'm back out of PMS because I'll literally be scattered. Like, can't focus, super lethargic, a little bit more zoned out, just like not myself. And I feel like that's what happened this morning. Like It took me so long. So finally, I was like, let me just shower and reset myself because I want to be professional. Like This is something I need to change, okay? You know I'm taking this seriously. And I was like, imagine if I was um, at a network and I had to show up to film today. My excuse can't be, well, I'm lethargic because I'm PMSing. I I don't get to do that, so I need to be girl boss. Girl bossing, I need to get my shit together and whatever I need to do to get myself motivated, that's what we're going to do. So when you can't rely on motivation, you got to rely on discipline. I'm trying to stay within, I'm trying to stay disciplined and uh, record. I like to record on Thursdays or this is new, but I'm trying to stay on Thursdays. That way I have Friday and Saturday to get it up and then Sunday, um, You know, just Sunday is just like an extra day, but Sundays I like to uh, not work really. Like I don't do a lot on Sundays. I reserve that for if we have a family thing, a friend thing, or just home with each other, you know, because otherwise then you're working every single day. That's my plan, right? So I'm here. So if I'm a little bit not myself, that's what's going on. The uh, PMS and all of those things, it just makes me a little bit more lethargic. It affects my cognition and, you know, if you know, you know. And it really impacts me, but I'm, I'm going to push through and do my best. So let me set the scene for you. (laughs) I'm actually in glam a little bit. I usually don't, I'm not really glammed unless I'm filming something or going somewhere. I'm not going anywhere today, but like I said, I want it to feel better. So I do have a light neutral glam on. I have a tutorial on it. It's on my Instagram. If you want to check it out, you don't have to. I'm just saying that's what I'm looking like right now. No lashes. But, you know, a little glam, a little something. And my favorite new lip combo. Can we break into this? This is not on the list because, you know, I have my notepad. This is not on the list, but I i have the brown lip liner with red lips on. It's my new favorite. We can get into that later. Okay, so I'm sitting in the big purple chair. And I have my podcast notepad. And I made sure to write out my structure so I don't get out of hand. <laughs> I have the red Starbucks cup today with the purple top and the purple straw. I put a tutorial on on the podcast Instagram of how I make my iced coffees in case you want to make one together or just in case you wanted to know what I'm drinking. Listen, I'm nosy. I like answers to my questions and I always have a lot of questions. Not only do I like to set the scene for you, I like other people to set the scene. Never be shy to send me videos and pictures. I love that. I like communicating through voice notes. I like communicating through videos. The phone calls. I like to be in the room with you. So I made you a little tutorial. It's on My Big Sister Podcast Instagram. Wherever you're watching this, there's probably a link where you could find it. But you could just type in My Big Sisters Podcast and you'll see it. You'll you'll when you open it, you'll know it's you'll know it's us because the colors are red and purple. So I made you a tutorial so you could see The ice coffee I have. I also have in a Wawa cup water. It doesn't jingle. It's the aluminum Wawa cup. And I put just water with a shot of pomegranate juice. Because, guys, I think I need to lay off the seltzers. Because then I don't drink any fucking water. I don't know if there's a difference. But I know I'm not drinking enough water. Okay? I've been a little more fainty recently. Like, uh, I need to start drinking more water. So I put the water in the... Wawa cup. If you know about Wawa cups, find somewhere to tell me because I love my Wawa cups. My mom got me one once. Obsessed. I just love it. I feel like they're so inexpensive. They're really cute. I have two purple ones. I think one of them is hers, but she left it here. We love the Wawa cups. So if you have one, let me know. I'm sitting at my desk. I'm hoping Cher doesn't wake up and like stroll in here and interrupt. Today's episode because it's around the time where I'm going to have to W-A-L-K her. Oh, yeah. Full mommy mode. I can't say it out loud because then she's going to come in excited and think we're going now. Um, What else? And that's it. I got the AC on. I think we're in a heat wave right now. What is it? August 8th. Oh, no. This is going up August 8th. But I am recording this August. Fuck, am I still recording? Fourth. Yeah, I'm still recording, but it's August 4th. Okay. So before we get into the topic, I'll tell you the topic, but before we get into it, I'm going to answer some questions. I asked on my, sorry if there was rustling, I dropped the mic real quick. I asked on Instagram if you guys have any questions. There wasn't a lot, but this one stood out to me. So today's topic is internet safety. Um, I want to talk to you about internet safety because like we got to clean this up. I see a lot of things on the internet from people who are influencers and people who are non-influencers. Like it's getting out of control and we need to talk about it. So see, I already got scattered. Do you see that? So the lineup is, (laughs) I'm going to answer this question and then we'll get into internet safety. Okay. Sorry for the scattered. I'm gonna I'm keep, I'm gonna keep trying to push through. This is also why I need a producer, by the way. So if any of you are a producer or want to put me on, let me know. So one of you guys asked me. I think I screenshot it. I'm just gonna go off of memory, but she basically asked, "How do you know when to let go of a friendship, or not in your 30s? Like in your 30s, how do you know when to let go of a friendship?" And then she sent me um, just more details, but I'm not gonna air out all her information I think I can answer this just based on that question because that is a good question how do you know when one of your friendships that you've been friends for years now you're a grown adult how do you know when it has expired now I feel like this could be a whole episode in itself so I'm going to answer the question we'll see where it goes if it's already so long, I'll save internet safety and I'll do a bonus episode tomorrow or something. I'll record it tomorrow. But I want to answer this because I have, no surprise here, I have a unpopular opinion about this. I always see these memes and it's like, I actually troll this, by the way. I hope you don't hate me after I say this, but I'll literally send this to my friends and troll them like because To me, it's so ridiculous. And I'm going to explain to you why it's ridiculous. Why I think it's ridiculous. I have no idea if it is. Maybe I'm the toxic one. Feel free to block me if I'm the toxic one. But it's like a meme that says some shit like, uh, stop stop texting first and see who texts you back. Stop. That is so fucking stupid. Also, there's another one and it's like, stop watering dead flowers or something. Oh my God, so fucking dumb. I don't agree with that and I'll tell you why. I think with friendships, I'm still going to answer the question. Um, I'm not going to try to go off course, but this like goes into my answer. You know, I can't answer anything quickly. This goes into my response to that question. When you're an adult, not everything is about you. you. What your friends do, it's not about you. And maybe you're having a moment... I have an example for this and I have a story. Maybe you're having a moment where you feel like, I just do everything for her and and I always reach out to her or him and I'm always texting first, I'm always texting first. I get it. And I get how you can get caught up in your feelings and feel like you're the only one making f- effort. You want that reciprocated to you and you just feel like... um. They don't respect me in the, in the relationship, meaning the friendship. They don't care about it. I understand that and I've been there. So I'm not telling you from a place of like, I'm just judging you. No, no, no. I've been on the other side. I'm a fucking asshole and I've somewhat ruined a friendship because of that. And I don't think now that I'm grown and like past that moment, I feel like that was so dumb and I didn't need to act that way. But it's not all about you. You have to understand that if people aren't reaching out to you, if they're not making plans with you, it doesn't mean it's about you. You don't, you can make assumptions and you can speculate, but unless they tell you, I don't make plans with you because of A, B, and C, or I don't like this about you. So I don't want to hang out because of A, B, and C. Don't take it personal. And I know that could be difficult because you know the vibes. Okay. We all know it. Because some people sometimes people show you where they stand before they actually say it. So how do you find how do you find the answer? Ask for clarification. Say, I haven't really heard from you. Is everything okay? I value our friendship. I want to know, you know, is there anything I can do differently? Or I, I don't want to not be friends, but it feels like it's starting to feel like you don't want to be my friend. Is there something I did? Is there something that I can clarify? Like maybe I said something fucked up. Don't be shy. Because if you're going as far as having your fucking head spin, thinking it's all about you, you might as well just be bold and ask. Like, what's up? Why, why haven't I heard from you? Is everything okay? I love you. I care about you. If something's going on, I want to be there for you. Because your friend may have things going on that they feel like they need to protect, whether it be a toxic situation and they don't want to tell their friends because who knows why, right? It's not even our business. But my point is maybe they are distant, but it doesn't mean it's about you. It could be they're just in a toxic place and they're ashamed. It could be they're in a a depressive episode within themselves. And it's not personal to anybody, but they're having a hard time holding relationships together. It could be that you did say something fucked up. Hello. Like I told you, episode one, we've all been the mean girl. Sometimes we get a little too comfy with our friends and say some stupid shit. I've done it. You've done it. Don't act like you haven't done it. There's going to be tough love around here. I'm not going to let you get away with any bullshit okay we've all fucking done it no one here is innocent please stop stop none of you are innocent I am not innocent okay (laughs) the good news is you don't have to be here you we're in a safe space you're safe with me I know you've been a piece of shit to your friends I love you anyway so it's okay everybody relax we've all done it we've all said stupid shit to our friends that wasn't fucking necessary or gave our opinion that wasn't fucking necessary. Oh, I've done it. <laughs> if you are my friend and you're listening to this episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have ruined a friendship for giving my fucking opinion when I shouldn't have and I regret it every day. So it could be you. Your friend could be distant because it's you. Is this a reason to end your friendship? Personally, I don't think so. I think that fucking meme of like, stop texting first until you text you, ba, ba, ba. No. I think that as we get older, the friendship dynamics have to change. I think it's healthy that they change. I think in high school, we're very um, we lean on our friends a lot, right? Like it's so awkward, like being in class and I have no friends in class and oh my God, I have no one to sit with at lunch. And do you want to wear, do you, I saw, a, I saw a TikTok about this earlier. It's so funny. Do you want to wear a skirt with me tomorrow? Okay. I'm not going to wear it unless you wear it. You know, I get it. Like in school, like you have to do everything with your friends and life feels so much easier when you have your friend with you. It just feels like, Oh my God, I can do this because I have my backup. You know, I have my girlfriend here with me. Like, this is going to make me feel so much better. I get it. When you go into your 20s, that doesn't really change. You know, especially early 20s. You go to the bar together. You go to the club together. You go on little vacations together. You do shit together. You go on double dates together. Like, that feels good too. Like, oh, I want to come to the club with me tonight. Because you're not going to go by yourself. You want your girlfriend to come with you. Again, I say girlfriend as in everyone, girls, gays, and nays. Nobody is left out. I love everyone. I love you all. I, it's just, you know, like I'm 31, babe. You, I can't be correct on every single thing. I'm going to speak how I've been used to speaking, even though I feel nothing negative towards anyone's gender identity. I just want a disclaimer, okay? So when I say girlfriend, you know what I'm talking about. You don't, you're not going to go to the club by yourself. You want to, oh, will you come with me? Okay, cool. Like, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Like, it's a whole experience. Your birthday, you want your friends there. Like, it's a whole, you, you kind of still stay in that, do everything with your friends, right? Mid-20s mid thir- to 30, those dynamics change because you have come so far in your life. So many things have already happened. You've changed maybe the toxic things you were having fun doing as a teenager to early 20s, you don't want to do that anymore. And where does that identify? Sometimes that, that that identifies with your friends, like, oh, so-and-so still goes to the club and does blow and drinks a lot of alcohol and smokes a lot of cigarettes. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to start settling down. I want to start getting into yoga. I want to start focusing heavier into my career. I want to you know, I want to start trying to have a baby, I want to do, I want to get married soon, I want to go take dating more seriously. You start changing, all of that is okay. Your friendships might pay the price. And I want to remind you, that's okay. I used to be the same way and think, I used to be like those memes, right? Stop texting first and see who texts you back. And this is probably where my hate for it comes for because I made the I made the, these mistakes I had I made poor decisions with friendships and the reason I'm even answering this the way that I am is because I don't want you guys to make these mistakes. I don't think any of you are kids I mean you could be listening to this and being like I'm gonna do what I want anyway and you should don't let me or anybody else tell you what the fuck to do but just in case there's somebody listening. <laughs> who listens to what I'm saying and really takes it into consideration I'm gonna say it okay I used to be like that and I now realize being 31 you don't have to like cut people off (laughs) so dramatic you don't have to stop talking to them you don't need to cut them out of your life I think the only times you need to cut someone out of your life is when it's extremely toxic if someone's doing things to you if someone is taking advantage of you like maybe they're taking money maybe they're stealing stuff maybe they're I mean I could think of a million things but anything that would fall under the umbrella of like way too toxic like you don't feel safe with them around your kids you don't feel safe with them around your family like you don't feel safe with them in your house like if you feel like ooh, I don't know I don't really like want this person here you probably shouldn't be friends anymore you know like if it gets to the point where you're like I don't even feel safe having you around I don't feel safe inviting you to my birthday like that's when you shouldn't be friends but if you still see this person as like they're not crazy like they're not dangerous They're not terrible people. I just don't necessarily want to do the things that they do anymore or I don't feel like I'm getting anything from them. That's where I want you to check yourself. Okay. Because first of all, you don't need to get anything from your friendships. And I feel like that's an unpopular opinion, but you don't. You don't give what you want to your friendships and that is not anybody else's that that's nobody else's business no one you're not entitled to anyone just because you give someone something nobody owes you shit nobody fucking owes you shit if you're the only if you're the person always texting first but they answer and they show up when you invite them and you know they get back to you when they can and they're still a good person to you and when you hang out, you enjoy their company, but they don't fucking text you first sometimes. If like, get over yourself. I mean that with love. Get over it. Because when you start getting older, you don't need to lean on your friends as much. You love them, but texting every day, calling every day, voice noting every day, hanging out all the time, you know, thinking of every single fucking thing and Having to tell them every single fucking thing, it's not, it doesn't happen anymore. It's not necessary. And I always say that if you have time to keep score of who is texting you first or who is doing what or little shit like that, you don't pay enough bills. You don't. You don't, you don't have enough going on because when you do, when there are so many things you have to do throughout the day, or you have kids, or you run a business, or you're an entrepreneur, which is like running a business, but, you know, several things at once, or you're in a new relationship, you know, just shit going on, or you have a fucking illness, <laughs> you you have several doctor's appointments, you have stress, you have mental health issues. You struggle with depression. You just went through a break, whatever it may be, you don't text all the time anymore. You don't voice on all the time anymore. You're not, you don't hang out anymore. You don't like making plans with your friends is not on the top of your list. You're just kind of like, so many things come first now. So many things come first now. And even if you do have free time, it doesn't mean you don't love your friends. It just means like I have other priorities now. And At you being my friend, I just expect you to understand that as an adult. That's how I look at it. You may not agree with me, but that's how I look at it. I think unless your friend is extremely toxic to you, you don't need to like cut them out or end your friendship. You could just go with the flow. Like If you see this person maybe latching onto somebody else or... Just you just notice like you're not their first call anymore. Go with the flow. It could be hurtful, and maybe you need to mourn that, but it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And friendships go through highs and lows. Maybe right now you're not their first call, but maybe in the future it will come back to that. Give them time. Maybe they'll circle circle back around and be like, "Hey, I really miss you," and. I felt at the time I needed to distance myself, but I I regret that now. Or, you know, what are you, what are you doing later? Let's catch up. Like give people a little bit of grace, especially now. Like I'm, I was speaking in general, but let's look at now, okay? <laughs> Can we reflect on the past two years? I don't even need to say it, but the shit was traumatic. If we come out of this any type of normal, I'd be shocked. Give people a little bit more grace over the last two years if they're acting funky, if things aren't the same. I mean, everyone is going to process this differently. Just give them a little grace because, you know, it's not going to be perfect and you don't need to always get something from your friend. Your job is to be who you are, be genuine to you. And if you're a giver, if you're a texter first, if you're more communicative, be you. But you also have to take people for who they are. If, they're, if your friend is not as communicative, if your friend is not a first texter, but they're still a good person, you still like their personality, you still have a good time with them, okay, fine. Take them for who they are. If you can't, if it really bothers you, if, if it's really going to bother you, don't complain. Let it go. Let it go. I wouldn't bring it up. I'm not a confrontational person. I know it, it may... People always confuse me to be confrontational. I'm not. I'm really not. I never argue. I never complain. And I don't fucking fight. Because I just feel like it's not completely necessary. I've also read The Laws of Power eight or nine times, which we can talk about in a different episode. But you don't need to argue. If you're feeling like you're, you're annoyed with your friend because they're not reaching out to you or whatever it may be, just let it go. If they ask, you can answer the question, but doing that, can I come to you as a friend? Uh, that shit expires after 25. Unless your friend stole something from your house, hooked up with your ex-boyfriend, hooked up with your current boyfriend, like unless your friend did something truly terrible to you, I there's no, can I come to you as a friend? No. Like don't start sending complaints. You're grown, babe. If you don't like something they're doing, okay, don't involve yourself. If, she, if that person asks you, I'm just saying she because I'm just thinking as in like I'm a girl, so I'm like thinking that I'm a woman, so I'm thinking that way. Um, if they're coming to you, if they ask you the question like, hey, uh, what's going on? Like I haven't heard from you. Okay, answer and say, I, you know, I didn't want to bring it up because I, I, I never want to argue with you. I love you, but this is how I feel. But going to someone and being like, can I come to you as a friend? I think you're doing this, this, and this wrong. And then it's not necessarily doing anything wrong. It's just you wanting to get shit off your chest because you think somebody owes you something. No. And I know this is going to piss some people off. I know that. But just think about it. Think about it. If no one asked you, you're not entitled to just tell someone how you feel when nobody even asked, especially if they didn't do anything wrong, like complaining about the way people communicate or the way they express their love language or the way they, ex- the way they show up for you and you're not in a relationship with them and they're not your family member. Like it's a little bit weird when it comes to friendships. There's like a whole, um, theory about this, that some people treat their friends. It's mostly with women women will treat their closest friends as like a boyfriend and they'll get disappointed as if they're a girlfriend, right? Like, do you know what I'm talking? Have you ever had that? Like, she sort of treated me like I was her fucking boyfriend because I've had, that's happened to me before. It's happened to me several times. I'm sure it's happened to you too. And maybe you didn't notice it until I just said it now, but that's a thing, hon. That's a fucking thing. Those friends who are like expecting a lot from you, It's like, AKA, I think you're my fucking boyfriend. And that's why it's like, that's why I'm telling you, don't be entitled to just tell your friend how you feel when they didn't really do anything wrong. They're just not doing everything you want them to do. Just because you're texting them every single day doesn't mean they need to fucking text you every single day. That's you. They are not your boyfriend. They're not your boyfriend. You don't need your cup filled in a friendship hun. Like, I know it sounds like you do. You don't. You don't. You don't. In your relationship, absolutely. When it comes to romance and commitment and more serious things, you need your cup filled. In friendships, no. There's different friends for different things. (laughs) There's some people you could talk to and chit-chat with and voice note with and, and, and vent to and you'll get your cup filled there. There's other friends who... You go to the club with, you get crazy with, you can unwind with, and that's who you do that with. And then there's friends, like when you have a business idea, when you need business advice, when you like going to nice restaurants, there's a friend for that. You want to go to a bar, you want to do something more low key, you want to go to a sports show. What do they call that? A game. Sorry. I fucking hate sports. (laughs) You want to go to a sports game. You have a friend for that. Some people could fill all those cups as you get older, I think you'll see there aren't there's like different people for different cups, right? Now, your relationship, you could be a little bit more I want my cup filled. But friendships, you it's getting weird. Your your friendships don't need to fill your cups. They nobody needs to fill your whole cup. Be who you are. And if you choose to be friends with someone, take them for who they are. And unless that starts making you feel unsafe, whether it be in your mind or your physical body. Leave it alone. It's okay. It's okay if they don't text you every single day. It's okay if they don't fill your cup. It's okay if you maybe you're the one that's a little bit more, you show a little bit more, you give a little bit more. Okay, but that's on you. Nobody, said, nobody asked you for that. Nobody asked you... You know, unless you were asked to be in some type of weird friend relationship, no one asked you to do that. That's you. That's who you are. Be who you are. But give people a little bit of grace that not everyone is going to be like you. And okay, you don't want to be their friend. You don't like their personality. Don't. But don't be all friends with someone and think every time you do something and then it's your birthday that comes around and they didn't do the same thing. Don't get all weird and offended because it makes it sound like you only did it so you can so you could be reciprocated for it. Uh no. No, no, no. Be chill, be cool, do what you like doing and take people for who they are or don't be their friend. Do I think you should cut off a 10-year friendship or more because you're in your 30s and things aren't the same? No. I don't, again, unless it's unsafe, unless you don't, unless you feel like they shouldn't be in your presence and feel unsafe, you could just demote the friendship. You could just change the boundaries. You could just change where that person is in your life. And you could do that without saying it. You could do that without hurting their feelings. You could just, you know, maybe not call them for every single thing. Maybe they're not the friend you've been to anymore. Maybe they're not your closest friend anymore and you had to create distance, but do you need to fully block them out of your life? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And we could talk more about this if you'd like. You'd let me know because I feel like some of you just blocked me (laughs) from what I said, but I don't mean it in like, I'm a better than you. I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. No, Uh uh-uh. I'm telling you because I have fucked up and I've been entitled in the past and I learned that's where I'm telling you. That's the space I'm telling you. I've also been on the other end of this where, you know, um, I've had old friends assume that I was distant because of them when really I just had a lot of fucking shit going on in my life (laughs) And I've thought to myself like, holy shit, how did you make that about you? So I've been on both ends and that's the advice I'm giving you. Um, not because I'm looking down on you or no, 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 but you know, you know why you're here and you guys know me. Okay. Now do I, hold on. I need to take a sip of my drink and I also need to, oh God, I'm already 30 minutes in. Is this going to be a long one? Okay. Let me take a sip of my drink. I wanna get into internet safety. Oh, and I was gonna all right, let me cross that out. I was gonna talk about something else, but like I said, I'm already 30 minutes in, so I'll save that or just drop it. Okay, I wanna to talk to you about internet safety. And what reminded me of this was two things. One, I don't know if you guys caught wind of this um on TikTok. I don't know how many of you use TikTok. I love TikTok. I think it's like way better app than Instagram. Instagram just fully took a shit. Like They destroyed Instagram. And I know TikTok is super unsafe for the country. We really shouldn't have it on our phones. I understand that, but I think of it like I already have an iPhone. Like If someone's even in my house that has a TikTok, it's too late. So I might as well just enjoy the features until they figure out how to remove it. Do you know what I mean? So I'm aware of how dangerous TikTok is. Anyway, There's a story going viral on TikTok of a mommy blogger, mommy TikToker, a mommy vlogger. I guess it's not a blogger. It's a vlogger. She's an influencer and um, she posts a ton of videos of her baby on TikTok and other moms started to notice how many saves. So on TikTok, you could save a video. There's an option to save it if you want. Other moms were realizing like, holy shit, so many people save these videos of the baby. And any grown person would think, yeah, why would anyone save a video of a baby? Well, I'm sure you could guess what I'm getting at. It's very fucking weird. So they realized it and then they went into the comments of all of these TikToks of her baby. And there was weird comments of... Creepy men commenting weird shit. So then these moms went into her following. Who the fuck is following her account? And what What do you think I'm going to say next? Weird, creepy men were following this account. The only, She had like 17 million followers. Has 17 million followers. They're not women. They're not other moms. It's creepy fucking men. Creepy fucking people who are doing disgusting things with videos of babies. And that's why I wanna get into internet safety because it's way more than just people being creeps with pictures of kids, of what you post about your kids. It's also your personal safety. And I think this came from influencers not having any regulation so celebrities came for influencers, right? But celebrities learned that they need to be careful about their whereabouts because crazy stalker people would show up. And then they started buying houses in like different names. Like a lot of people, a lot of celebrities will have their um, business manager buy their house for them not buy for them, but they'll put the house in their business manager's name and they'll hire a security team and the security team will you know, set up security within the perimeter. They'll buy a house. A lot of celebrities, the reason they live in um, California and Calabasas is because there's gated communities, meaning you can't get in unless you pass through security. And, you know, the list goes on and on. But they took all these precautions because their life is out there. Their life is in the tabloids. Their life is on the Internet. Even before the Internet, their life was in the newspapers. Their life was was front and center, And their safety became an issue. Okay, celebrities figure that out. Here come influencers. Influencers, there's no regulation. You can try to like gauge how should you do this once you become popular and mimic what celebrities do. But the reason influencers go viral is because they share so much of their life. Do you ever notice that? The top bloggers fucking blog everything in their life. Let's do a house tour. Let's do an apartment tour. Let's do a car tour. Like, vlogging everywhere that they go. Their local supermarkets, their local nail salons, their local hair salon, their local gym. You could find... I can go to LA right now and find any fucking influencer I want to. I could do it right now in Staten Island. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's scary. And you and I... You know, we're not going to go stalk these people. We're not going to go make them feel unsafe. But there's crazy people who will. Who will? And I don't think it's that the influencers have, um, I don't think it's that they think it's not going to happen. No, sorry. I don't think it's that they think, um, I don't know how to explain this. I think they just think it's not going to be them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they think if it does happen, I'll just call the police. Um, No, <laughs> that is a good answer. Yes, you should absolutely call the police if someone is stalking you and breaking into your house or making you feel unsafe or whatever, right? If you start getting threats, you need to alert the, the authorities. Yes, right? Nine times out of 10, it's too fucking late. It's too fucking late. Like, why would you even give the opportunity? And I think it's because the reward is so great. Like, listen, anytime I've showed anything, my numbers do exceptionally well versus when I'm just doing makeup. Like, if I show, if I do like little vlogs or show stuff, it does 10 times better than when I show regular stuff. Like, hey, this is is my makeup tutorial. People love it. You know, you love when I... Maybe not you. I personally love setting the scene. I love sharing, like, oh, this is what I'm drinking. I love watching vloggers. I do. I love it. We all do. It's like a new, it's like a new form of entertainment. People like realism, and you know, they want to, they like seeing people do the shit that they're doing. It makes you feel like a community. It makes you feel good. I get it. I know the reasons. But is it safe? It's absolutely not fucking safe. And because influencers do this. I call it pseudo influencing um, because influencers do this. People who aren't influencers have no intentions of being influencers do the same thing. So your friend, maybe it's you, maybe I'm talking to you, just posting regular, like you're posting um, that you bought a house and you want to share that. Or, okay, let's use a car. You, you got a new car and you want to share that. So you post it on your fucking Instagram, but your Instagram is public. Not safe. Not safe. And I get it because that's what we're seeing now. Like Instagram is to share your life and share it with your friends and family. Okay, but it's too accessible now. It is not 2014. It's 2022. Way too accessible. There's Google Earth, Google Maps. We could find everything way too quickly, okay? People are broke. We just went through a pandemic. People lost their jobs. They lost their business. They lost their fucking sanity. People don't trust the authorities anymore. Um, The authorities don't always show up. I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean, I've been in a situation recently where I had to call them and nobody came. We called them three or four times and nobody came. Like, things have changed. You need to change the way you post on social media. And this is not like fear-mongering for listens and views. No, no, no. I'm telling you for your fucking safety. It's I call it pseudo-influencing. I feel like people are acting like influencers. I don't mean that as in like a uh, disrespectful way. Like, you're not a fucking influencer. I don't mean it like that. I mean it like I see it. Like, it's pseudo-influencing you're, you're post, they're posting like influencers and sharing all these things and posting little vlogs. And I know it could be fun. And maybe your family used to take home videos in the nineties. And like, you remember that and it was so fun. This is different. We're not in a fucking fairy tale. This is not the movies. This is not a TV show. You can't be showing where you fucking live, period. Like, sorry, don't show what the backyard looks like. Don't show, unless you got a super top tier security system, that's different, but I'm guessing you don't. Like, do you have security guards? No. Do you live in a gated community? Okay, cool. If you have security guards, you you live in a gated community? Cool. Like, gotcha. I understand. But otherwise, don't do it. Don't post, don't post uh, anything that identifies where you live don't post anything that identifies where you go weekly weekly sorry leakly. week where you go weekly i used to get a lot of shit for not sharing where the fuck i get my nails done do you guys remember that do you guys any? do any of you remember that and i would be like are you dumb i go here one to every two fucking weeks why would i post it so so someone could run up on me <laughs> they see i post my nails today They know I'm gonna be over here in a couple days. They could just hang out here and run up on me. Like, and people wouldn't think about that and, like, oh, no one's gonna run up on you. Oh, really? (laughs) Because if I went down a list of all the shit that's happened to me because I am a fucking influencer and people were able to find me, like, you'd be scared for your life. Okay? Just, I'm not about to do that because I don't even wanna get into it. But it can happen. And maybe it didn't, and maybe it never will. But it can, and I don't see what I don't see why you would even take the risk. So it's not only like your safety, like if you have kids, same thing. Do not post your kids on social media. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I know it feels so fun. Like, oh my god, I just had a baby. I want to share it. No. Not safe. Not safe. There's weirdos that look for these things. Now, if you have a private account. If your account if your account is private and you only accept people you actually know, that's different. Post whatever you want. If you run a business and you want your account to be public, okay, make a separate private one. Don't post private stuff on your public business account. Anything that has to do with kids, your safety, your home, your what you drive, where you work, Anything you do regularly, especially as a woman, and this I mean specifically, if you are outside and you look like a woman, like boobs and long hair, and that's how, like you look girly, if you're a targeted audience, like if you are one of the people who are often targeted, and maybe this is, this is also, this is also um, men who like to dress like women, they get targeted. That our whole group, right, girls, gays, and nays, our whole group, don't share where the fuck you are. Don't do that. Don't post at the fucking gym. Don't post what gym you go to. Don't post what car you drive. Don't post where you fucking live. If you have a pro- if you have a public account, I don't care if you have a hundred followers. Like I no, that's stupid. That's a dumb excuse. If your account is not set to private. Don't post that. And let me I have news for you, okay? It's very easy to check a private account <laughs> without following them. Look it up. It's on YouTube. There's instructions on how to do it. Even if you have a private account, people can look at your account if they want to, if they want to figure it out. So I'm telling you for your safety. It's not, it's just, It's it's stupid. And I see it all the time. And I'm not judging you because I just feel like this isn't talked about enough. And I feel like, Mm, I don't know I'm kind of in between about this because I feel like influencers should be saying this and instead they're just always posting where the fuck they live it's like it's crazy to me anytime someone does it I'm like oh my god like what she's crazy like why are you posting where you live especially as an influencer like especially if you have money these influencers have money why are you posting where you live why would you do that you got a brand new car. It looks gorgeous. Why would you post that? <laughs> like, why would you post that? It's insane. It's crazy to me because it's extremely dangerous and maybe nothing has happened to them, and I'm happy nothing has happened to them. But it can happen. It especially if it's too easy to find you. There are professionals who look for this. Let's use Kim as an example again, Kim Kardashian. She was posting her diamond. It was too easy to find her. I don't, a lot of people speculate that, that, oh, that wasn't real. Yes, it fucking was. Yes, it was. That type of shit happens in Europe all the time. There are professionals. That was real. And it's because she was too accessible. Now she lives on a compound in Calabasas. I don't think anyone can get near her. And I think she doesn't even wear like her jewelry anymore. Hold on. I got to take a sip. But you think that's not going to happen on a smaller scale? These men that post their watches and their cars, idiots, dumb, so fucking dumb because it's too easy for a group of, it doesn't even have to be for professionals. It could just be like a group of people who are fucking desperate after losing everything during the pandemic, can't get a job. There's like... Uh, this whole thing on TikTok, I'm seeing that people are applying and applying and applying. There's no hiring. For, there's no. There's no um, labor shortage. People aren't getting jobs, and that creates desperate. People are gonna do whatever they can to feed their family. Okay, and if this guy up the block who seems like a fucking idiot posting his brand new diamond watch or brand new car, yeah, you're gonna get fucking robbed. And the girls too. You want to flash around uh, a brand new watch, a new designer bag that costs $4,000 and you're posting like you're a dumbass. You think you're not going to get run up on? You absolutely could. You absolutely could. And the harder the times are, the more it's going to happen. This is huge in LA. A lot of us are from New York, but this is huge in LA. Huge. Huge. People won't even go out to dinner with their watch on because there's people that wait outside the restaurants and follow them all the way home and run up on them when they get in the driveway. That's fucking scary. Um, hold on, am I still how far are we? Oh, not too bad. Sorry to <laughs> sorry to change the subject like that. But we could probably discuss this more eventually. But my point is be careful what you post. Be careful posting your kids because there's pedophiles that want to screenshot and be really fucking weird on the internet about it. Be careful what you share about your location. Also for sex trafficking and for assaults. Also for that, not just about getting robbed, just your personal body autonomy safety. Like be careful about it. I'm very scattered today, so I would love to discuss this more and be more professional about it because I feel like I can offer more to the conversation. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I was raised to be very vigilant. I was raised, I don't know how to say this without like saying too much I was raised to be vigilant and I'll leave it at that so I know a lot of these things way before I was an influencer so when I went into being an influencer I knew this shit don't post this don't post that I think even once when I had an office job before the pandemic um I posted something and then two days later somebody sent me a picture that they were downstairs of of the building that I fucking worked at and was like isn't this your building I almost shit my pants (laughs) I almost shit my fucking pants okay that was so scary to me and I don't even think I posted anything that revealing I think I posted like a shot from the window I don't even think I included the windowsill and they were able to oh yeah you'd be surprised they were able to identify where I was thank god I don't even work there do you know what I mean? If I were to ever get another office job or any t- Well, I can't now because it's share, but <laughs> I, now I would have to do a work from home situation. But, oh, I've also moved several times because of my fucking... Sit- Please, the list goes on and on. It's way too easy to identify. And when I became an influencer, I kind of knew this and I did my best to share my life because I wanted to and also cut back on it. I think there was a time I was sharing that I was on Wall Street when I worked on Wall Street, I was like doing, that was fucking dumb. That was stupid. I don't even work there anymore, so it's fine. But at the time, that was stupid. Anyone could have run up on me. And I did have issues with, um, and I did have trouble with my personal safety. So I'm only telling you this so you don't make the same mistakes. Because I feel like, as influencers, we should be discussing this more, and we fucking don't. And we don't. I don't know why. Maybe because nothing serious has happened yet, so no one felt like they should. But I think it should be. I think it should be a little bit more regulated. And I think when people have a certain platform and they're sharing a lot of stuff, I feel like what they're leaving out is they have a security system. They have an expensive one. Or maybe they're, they legally can um, have a carry-on, which after, I think... There's certain, I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't know how that works. I think some of these influencers do own guns and they're not going to say that on social media, but I do feel like they should tell you, Hey, I share a lot of my life. It is dangerous. I put myself at risk. Please don't share a lot of your life because people who aren't influencers are copying that they're being influenced to share too much. And I think it's very, very, very ups- unsafe, especially as the world enters a more social media-based life. Like, especially over the pandemic, we were inside on our phones. More people are paying attention to the internet than they are in real life. So they can easily find where you are just by looking at pictures, just by um, just by posting like a piece, just by posting anything. Just be really careful about it, okay? I know you're hanging out in the backyards and you're hanging out at the pool and Oh my God, we're having fun in the pool with the kids. No, don't fucking post that. Send it in a group chat to your friends. If you want home videos, go to the Goodwill and buy a $20 fucking camera and take home videos. Go get a good camera and save all the videos on your computer. Have your friends over and show them. Make a private fucking account or whatever. Send a group email. Whatever you have to do, keep it private. You don't have to share everything. You don't. Like, you really don't have to. You could share it in different ways. And the whole... Yeah, I'm going to have to do another episode. (laughs) Because this is too long and I'm getting very tired. Um, I have to go eat something. I'm getting dizzy. Um, It's also about flexing, which I can't even believe I forgot to mention this. But it's also about flexing the flex, the whole like, want to flex what you got. Want to flex your new car. Want to flex... You know, all these things. I get it. You're proud of yourself for accomplishing something. I understand. It's not that serious, though. It, flexing is not worth your safety. Period. Like, it's just not. There's other ways to show off if you want to. But flexing on the internet is not worth your safety. Just because you see other people doing it, let them be fucking stupid and post whatever they want. Don't follow in there. Don't follow that. So anyway, I'm going to go eat. <laughs> I hope this wasn't too messy. If it was, I will record it again and we could discuss this again and I'll go into more detail when I'm not as scattered. Thank you for listening. Stay well and I love you.